Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Hunters and Hunted Written by Bob Ramsey Whistleblowers don't use whistles anymore. They rarely pass manila envelopes. Today, revealing secrets is done online. Whether that's ransomware, which can make your private medical records public, or bank records sent to investigative journalists, the juiciest of all being from offshore banks whose very purpose is never to be revealed. Some $11.3 trillion in money sits in these secret accounts. Last year, Canada's gross domestic product was $1.3 trillion, while Ottawa's annual budget was $300 billion. Tax havens cost Canadians $15 billion a year in lost taxes, which could fund a national childcare program or pay for every student to attend university and college. So shocked titillation isn't the only suitable reaction we should have to tax havens. But technology has not just transformed the medium of whistleblowing, it's amped up the volume. In 1971, the Pentagon analyst Daniel Ellsberg leaked the Pentagon Papers to the New York Times about America's largely secret war in Vietnam before the official one began. Ellsberg's report contained 3,000 pages of narrative, along with 4,000 pages of supporting documents. In 2006, WikiLeaks was founded by the Australian activist and hacker Julian Assange. Five years later, starting with documents leaked by former Army intelligence analyst Bradley now Chelsea Manning, WikiLeaks dumped close to a million documents and many millions of emails online, exposing America's anti-terror activities, its daily diplomacy, and illegal assassinations. Then this weekend, a team of journalists from the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists revealed the Pandora Papers. It's the largest investigation in journalism history. Among the ICIJ's media partners is the Washington Post, BBC, Le Monde, CBC, and the Toronto Star. This is very different from the Panama Papers, both in sources and size. They came in 2016 from hacking the files of a single law firm, Mossack Fonseca, and downloaded 2.6 terabytes of information. The Pandora Papers have 14 information sources, including banks and law firms in Singapore, Dubai, Monaco, Switzerland, and the Cayman Islands, and reveal 2.94 terabytes of information. A single terabyte can hold 1,000 copies of the Encyclopedia Britannica, which is 32,000 pages long. Even before the papers were made public on Sunday night, more than 600 journalists had sifted through the files, looking into the details of the finances of 35 world leaders, including Vladimir Putin, Tony Blair, and Uruhu Kenyatta, 300 other public figures, and 100 billionaires. 
Among them is an odd bag of 500 Canadians. From race car driver Jacques Villeneuve and figure skater Elvis Stoiko, to imprisoned money launderer Feroz Patel, and ex-lawyer and middleman Fred Sharp. Oh, and let's not forget David Tassillo, who co-owns Pornhub, one of the world's largest pornography websites, and Canada's second richest man, Joseph Tsai, the Taiwanese-Canadian whose $14.5 billion in net worth comes from his stake in the Alibaba Group, China's e-commerce behemoth. All media reports are careful to note that having offshore accounts isn't illegal, though it may be immoral and unethical. But perhaps we can change that in this age of righteousness. Why should the vast majority of us who pay our taxes to Ottawa and don't set up offshore accounts with the sole goal of avoiding taxes continue to tolerate this? The Canada Revenue Agency isn't overly awake at the switch when it comes to ferreting out and collecting taxes on these funds. This at the very time when Ottawa is going to be desperate to collect more taxes to pay for the pandemic. Maybe people don't care, and they'll view the Pandora Papers much as they did the Panama Papers, as tabloid gossip on the rich and infamous, which we consume as we do news of the royals. But this time, I think it will be different. Let's just see what's happened to some of the players in previous whistleblowing explosions. First, the Panamanian law firm, Mossack Fonseca, at the heart of the Panama Papers' revelations, is no more. It imploded from notoriety. Second, Julian Assange may have avoided extradition to Sweden, his sexual assault charges there were dropped, or to America. But it seems death stalked him more than deportation. According to a report last week, the CIA actively plotted to assassinate Assange while he was hiding out in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. No one likes a whistleblower. But when you don't know who they are, you can spend less time hunting them down and more time fleeing the people hunting you down. And if you're one of the millions of those, here's what you can do to actually help. From The Guardian, one of the consortium's founding partners. Do you have information about this story? Email investigations at theguardian.com or use Signal or WhatsApp to message us at 447584640566 or in the US 1646886-8761. For the most secure communications, use SecureDrop or CR Guide. Because, as they say in AA, in our secrets lies our sickness. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com. <laughs>